Welcome to Control Your Gravity, the place where you can learn from the people who succeeded in the academia. Our goal with this podcast is to expose you to their journey, what decisions they've made, what tools they've used to navigate the system that will help you excel in your pursuit of higher education. So, hi Shelby. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Hi. Thank you for joining me. So, I'm... I'm invited Shelby to join join me into this digital space <laughs> and chatting about some of our experience um, in in the uh, academia at uh, BCIT um, British Columbia Institute of Technology um, in British Columbia Canada <laughs> to be more specific um, yeah so um, Shelby and I are uh, our peers to the School of Business I would say um shall be studying for um accounting yeah yeah and uh you're in your fourth term your fifth term uh third term of the diploma fourth third term of the diploma yeah. amazing <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so um i studied i started um i've joined the the business school only this year so this is my first term and it's been interesting so far and yeah so Shelby is joining me today to talk about um, group studies peer-to-peer <laughs> uh, <Yes. laughs> -peer, uh, discussions or uh, get together to um, st study the course materials or help groups or anything like that so we will kind of explore about the pros and cons of, uh, of this topic mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so Shelby, um, uh, right off like uh, the bat, sort of, of away, if you say it that way, um, do you like group studies or yes or no? <laughs> um, I'd say for me, it's a yes, but it also depends on the subject. Mm -hmm. So if it's like a topic where there's not a practical application to it. So basically, uh, I find that I learn by doing. So I need to like do practice problems. So we have some courses that are more of like a conversation, I would say, um, like business management or like right now we're doing auditing, which I find is hard to study for because it's, it's the questions are like a situation and then you have to decide, oh, what's the problem here or what's the best type of audit to use. So for me, studying in a group, I, for that, I really like, because then we can come up with scenarios and test each other or explain concepts. And then also when you're going through homework for something like that, it's easier when you have other people with you so that when you're stuck, you know, I'm not understanding this. Um, yeah, especially when there's not like a resource to go and find a solution by doing like a practice. Mm -hmm. So throughout like uh, case studies, um... Yeah. For example, if you meet like with your, you get together with your peers and you kind of review those, there, each one is kind of able to bring different perspective, uh, yes. or justification of like why is this um, beneficial or not beneficial to the audit or evaluation of the case study. Yeah, I find that everybody kind of takes something different from the study or. Um, understands different things about a topic. So it's helpful to get different 
perspectives together and be like, oh, well, I thought this. It's like, oh, I thought this. And then kind of like explain and come up with solution together. Mm -hmm. I also agree that um, studying uh, in a group uh, is a group studies is is really depends on the subject. I feel Mm -hmm. like, um, as you mentioned, like the application, if it comes to like uh, math and calculation that I need to do. I need to kind of sit down by myself and yeah. and refer to uh, to the question um, more alone. But when it comes mm-hmm. to a discussion, um, if it's a talk, <laughs> I just saw your cat like, jumping. <laughs> I just you. tried to walk on my keyboard too, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> um, Shelby has a cat. It's his name is Kevin. <laughs> That's his, that's his final name, right? <laughs> yes, Kevin is his final name. <laughs> that's awesome. So Kevin is a is a black cat. Um, yeah. Do you know his type? Is a... a black cat. He's a black cat. <laughs> that's good. That's good. He's a... <laughs> a good boy is his type. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So going back to um, to the topic about um, the group studies, do you think there's like a a good number of, or like a size, a good a good size to um, a beneficial discussion, or at some point it becomes quite uh, distracting, or if you're just studying with just one peer, um, it, it's not enough of knowledge that comes to the table. I think three is pretty much like the perfect number. Um, maybe four, depending on the group, but it might be too much, and I think... With too many people, it's really easy to get derailed. And then with just one person, sometimes you don't like have all the information that three can give. So mm-hmm. I'd say three, yeah. And you often find yourself like uh, with mostly like peer, like friends that mm-hmm. joining to the group, or is there a situation where uh, you know someone who is more strong in in a certain topic? and you'd like to study with them or from them or vice versa, um, do they ask you to come and join? And, and join, join? Oh, there we go. <laughs> join um, the, the group session? I find that specifically at BCIT, it usually sticks to just like friend groups mm-hmm. that study together. But um, we often will go onto the Discord for our set when we're not sure about something and then someone who is strong in that subject will like answer our questions. Oh, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, like a one chat for the, cl- for the set. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we've got it organized by like subject by each class. So if you want to ask a question about a specific class, you go into that chat and then you can ask it. Okay, so it's pretty much mm-hmm. about Discord is pretty much of a platform that um, a lot of uh, students are using. I, <laughs> my mm-hmm. my class, yeah. my set did not have a Discord. We mostly like used what WhatsApp, and there were some. I know that there were some uh, groups of students who kind of uh, joined together to 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 form a study group. I joined uh, one uh, one group uh, quite briefly, and. Um, it was, it was beneficial, but I also find it. I also find it beneficial for me to study in in general when I sit 
in a room that there's like action <laughs> in it like, rather yeah. than sitting in a library where it's too quiet it feels like the energy mm-hmm. is kind of still like it's very pleasant sometimes to work in a quiet environment uh, but I also find very beneficial to work in an environment that's um, quite quite active so I could sit uh, with uh, I was sitting with that group working on my own stuff while they're working uh, with theirs and sometimes I would ask them questions about the topic that mm. I was working on um, so that was pretty cool for me okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I agree I think there's there's something about having somebody near you who can answer a question or help you with something that is like motivating mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like encouraging mm-hmm. do you find sometimes um either like in the study group or within a class um, if someone is like really good at a certain topic do you find it like encouraging to kind of match up to their level do you find them as like a com- uh, like a com- com- like a positive competition not in a way to like show off the knowledge but more like uh enhance your capabilities in like certain topics or stuff like that right it does depend on the person mm-hmm. uh like you just said like if if they're just there to brag about their knowledge then right. it's just like oh and it's more discouraging but if it's clear based off of the discussion that they know what they're doing they've been preparing for class um i i find i do find it encouraging because it's like man if I spent a little bit more time, like reading the textbook, um, I could participate in this conversation more, mm-hmm. or something like that. So it's like, well, maybe I'll ask them, like, what do they do to prepare? Like, are they understanding it, or are they spending a lot of time with the material? Like, is it coming easy to them, or you know, like, what are their study methods? Yeah, and you find like when you approach someone with these kind of questions, do you find they are more? Uh, they're more keen to uh, to share or like they're sharing from their tips of how they um, they study like they understand Mm -hmm. your questions when you approach it that I think so I think the ones that are like properly studying and spending the time with the material are like super happy to help you or lend a hand or give tips or answer questions yeah those kinds of people that yeah I like to study with yeah, that's great. Yeah, I had the similar experience where um, uh, there were student, there was a student in my class who was uh, very confident in the material, and uh, when I was approaching uh, to ask her uh, how is she studying or like what helps her to like advance mm-hmm. in her on uh, her understanding of the material, she was keen as well to kind of share some of the methods or. Um, the thought process that she go through so sometimes if she would share um, if we have like lecture notes like slide uh, slides that provided by the instructors um, so rearranging the slides to what makes sense in like the uh, this topic leads to to B and B leads to or like caused by C and things like that so it's kind of like a rationale within uh, the slides um or either like trying to understand um um why the instructor asked you a certain question um about the topic so that was definitely um two high like tips that i received from 
from student uh, from students that I approached, um, and it's been uh, pretty good. <laughs> um, okay, so how about food in this gathering? Is that something that is it's fun to like get together and like do like uh, order takeout or like buying some snacks or is it like you finding it like very distracting? I find I haven't really done that. Um, if I'm gonna go to like a let's get food and snacks and whatever, it's gonna be more of like a hang. Mm -hmm. uh, but we often will eat when we're studying because we have to because you have like a one hour break right in like your six hour seven hour day um so you have to eat mm -hmm. but i wouldn't say it so much as like a group participation in the evening <laughs> <laughs> just sneaking up a bite then yeah i mean i wouldn't mind but i think that that would kind of take the study like away from bcit mm -hmm. and more like you would go study somewhere else if you would be going to somebody's house or whatever which i find is like hard to arrange things like that yeah with a busy schedule so it's kind of yeah hard to coordinate kinda, yeah like i'm finding how like the business school is it's just like you stay at bcit and you do the stuff or you do it between classes on your break um and then once you're home like you're home you're done yeah yeah that's pretty cool I find it uh, a bit distracting to uh, to have food around, like because my mind shifts yeah. directly to it. I'm just like, well, there's all the like smells, <laughs> of the yeah. good smells of the good food or uh, salty snacks, and just like, oh, <laughs> I'm just gonna eat it first and then study. So it's like completely takes yeah. your mind off, like, what's the real purpose that you got together? <laughs> yeah, the food makes it a social event. It takes it away from yeah, yeah, that we're here to study totally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do you have any, and when you go study alone, do you have any favorite, uh, place that you like to study? Do you like this, the library? You're comfortable more at home cause you have all your tech kind of set up or, um, different environments, maybe like a coffee shop or a restaurant. Um, I definitely like to go to the library. Um, I do enjoy like my tech at home, but it does also depend what you're studying. Like if I, I find the best way to study for me is one subject at a time. I know that a lot of people like to do multiple subjects, like study for a bit, take a break, move on to something else and go back to something. Mm -hmm. But I like to really just focus on one thing and do it all and then go to something else. And then maybe in a couple more days, go back to that other thing. Um, I don't know if that's the best technique, but that's what I do. So I find when I'm studying on a subject, I really just need like my laptop and a textbook. So I can pretty much go anywhere. So I do like to go to the library because I get very distracted at home. It's something about like, I can't just like sit down at home. Like I'm up, like I'm just like walking around my apartment and I don't know why, like I don't have a purpose. I'm just doing it. Uh, so I need to go somewhere else and I find the library by me has like a silent study space so it's got proper like desks like big like long oh nice desks with like nice chairs the bcit library is nice but there's a lot of coming and going and then i feel like don't want to be like i'm scared to leave my stuff if i want to go to the bathroom and then i feel like i yeah. can't go get a snack because everyone's like sunker down and you're right beside the person who's next to you um so i like the library here and then the study room has like uh, a big like window that's just 
beside like a bunch of greenery so it's not like there's nice. a part you're looking at a parking lot or anything so if I can get the table that's like right against the window that's the best time for me and I can put my noise canceling headphones in if I sit like in the middle of the room or the back of the room I find I get very distracted by the people in front of me so <laughs> I need like a very specific environment <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's and that's one of the um I, I, I experienced the same, like as I was going through my uh, my diploma at BCIT in food technology, um, I really kind of had an opportunity to explore how I study and what kind of, <laughs> it depends as well, like in this type of topic um, too. So there are times that I would go sit in the, um, in the quiet section of the library. Some other mm-hmm. times I could sit in the hallway and completely zone into the topic. Um, and some other times I just needed to sit in the bar or habitat <laughs> and just study mm-hmm. and just study even though like with loud loud music or pe- people moving around but it mm-hmm. was kind of like a uh, how do you say like a background noise mm-hmm. um that it was quite steady like it there wasn't like high in peaks uh, in the sound so it wasn't like completely distracting um but yeah but i think it was very um one of the fascinating uh, experiences is like to to understand how I learn on uh, throughout throughout that uh, journey um, mm. in the post secondary. Yeah, yeah. I think BCIT really makes you think about how you how you study because you have such limited time and you have so many things that you need to do that you're like, okay, what's how's the most efficiently I can do this? Whereas when you're taking like three or four courses and that's it. And you're like maybe working part time or not really working. It's way different. Like you can put things off. You can kind of like study at your leisure. So but yeah, full course, like a technique is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really learn like time management and prioritizing. But yeah. even like four courses is still quite uh quite heavy load. <laughs> at BCIT, it seems <laughs> like it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, four courses is like a cakewalk. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it is, yes. After, yeah. like, doing five or seven courses, it would be like, oh, four, four courses? <laughs> I had a term with eight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we had, like, yeah. seven, I think in my first term, if I recall correctly, that we had seven courses, and mm-hmm. about three or four of those seven had a lab component, too. Sometimes yeah. with the different instructors, but even the lab yeah. components had their own different assignments and and information. N- not different information, but um, a bit more expanded information, I would say. Um, so yeah, it, it was like seven to twelve or something like like you yeah event like when you co- uh, how do you say collapse it not collapse it together gather it together <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, so full-time business is um, you have your lecture and then you have your lab for that class. So it's usually like four hours of lecture and then four hours, or sorry, two hours of lecture, two hours of lab every week. But it does differ. Like sometimes it's more lab, sometimes it's more lecture, mm-hmm. sometimes it's less. So, And but, um, yeah. I was always curious to know how is the lab component for business school because mm. because lab for when it comes to uh to science i understand we go into a room with a lot of like uh glasswares and equipment yeah. <laughs> and chemicals and things like that so uh what does that mean like having a lab 
session for a business school? Is it case study, basically? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's more just like practical application. It's funny because every time I say, oh, lab, everyone gets really confused. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're not doing science. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's basically the lecture is lecture. And then the lab is working through like problem sets with your lab instructor, who's often different from the lecturer. Okay. And then you would usually do like quizzes and stuff in labs, but it does depend. And then it's usually your lab instructor that grades your like exams and your assignments and stuff. So if you have like a classroom to give a presentation, you would do that in your lab. So is that mean like you take the knowledge that you learned in the lecture and you kind of yes. implemented it in like a real yes. subject? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's pretty. So neat. the labs, I think, is kind of what what is supposed to make BCIT graduates like a step ahead than people from other schools because we do have the more practical application. Yes, that's really cool. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Any uh, last uh, sharing comments about uh, study groups? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I recommend. I think it does depend on the course. I know for me, I'm finding that the study groups are more and more necessary um, the harder the content gets. And I have friends that are typically like, I study like this. I read the entire textbook. I do this step, 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 step. And I don't study in a group until I've done all these things or I don't need to study in a group. They're now asking me to study in a group because my method of doing like, I think the highest priority study methods are like going through um, what I think is the most important thing to know for the exam, as opposed to like doing it in like a step-by-step thing has been working for me this term and not for them. Right. So it's just like very interesting how things change. So I would say definitely do the study groups, but find the people that are helpful. Like you want to make sure you have a good variety in the group and then probably also make sure that the people you're studying with are staying on top of the content or are coming prepared. Okay, I see. Mm -hmm. That's excellent advice, Sheldon. <laughs> I didn't mean to just like give advice. <laughs> no, it's a good tip. It's well done. Like, uh, you should you should pay attention who uh, who you're joining the group with and what their strengths mm -hmm. are. And it's okay yeah. to bring people like with different perspectives on a topic. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be just a conversation of yes, yes or no, no. Mm -hmm. Right? Like everybody is agreeing on the same thing because you can't. Um, how do you say? expand your opinion about something if you yeah. not if you not consider something that is opposite to what what you're thinking about and um, yes yeah and especially like when and you're inviting like um your peers to to join you so the session is that for everybody to contribute it's not a need for you to for you or someone else to teach you on on something yes. like a topic or catching up or anything like this So you kind of yeah, have to be responsible for yes. your education. Yeah, if you like need the extra help, then that's different from a study group, I would say. You have to like be like, okay, I'm behind and can you help me? Like, yes. it's, it's a different situation, yeah. Right, it's more one-on-one -on -one or either like mm -hmm. another kind of uh, meeting, I guess. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Well, thank you very much, Abby, for, <laughs> for joining me today, for doing this uh, first session of, <laughs> of uh, group 
uh, pros and cons of on group studies. <laughs> and uh, ch- oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you for joining us today. And if you want to learn more about our work, go to our website www.controlyourgravity.org. And until next time, my friends, be brave and prosper.